Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Even Stevens Ranked Podcast, the podcast for all things Even Stevens. I'm Brittany Butler. I'm Ethan Brim. And today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 10, Easy Way. I love this episode. (laughs) Did we both say that in unison? Uh, I think it was like slightly off, but maybe. (laughs) This one was written by Tom Burkhardt. This is the first episode written by him, I believe, that we've covered so far. And Mm -hmm. directed by Mr. Sean McNamara. This is the second episode, I believe, that's been directed by him thus far. The other one being Steven's Jeans. Another great episode that we've really liked uh, so far. I just want to say before I forget... These two guys right here, Sean McNamara, Tom Burkhardt, they are also even Stevens heavyweights uh, going Mm -hmm. forward, of course. Sean McNamara being part of Brookwell McNamara, the production team. Honestly, like, they get even Stevens. Mm -hmm. They get it. And you can feel the difference, in my opinion. So every time I think of the first season, I immediately, like, this is the episode I think of, Easy Way. Mm -hmm. It just really embodies that feel. Yep. Um, and I, I was I wrote here too, like Tom Burkhardt and and Sean McNamara, I think both understand also Shia's talents really yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell all the episodes that McNamara directs, especially like they all give Shia just this this certain kind of freedom that other episodes don't really give him. Like when I on my blog, when I when I ranked this, I put, you know, that there's not a lot of necessarily like quotes. I mean, there are, but it's mm-hmm. mostly you can tell Shia's ad-libbing a lot of it, and it's mostly they just gave him the reins and just said, just do whatever you want with it. And this is all about Shia. This is all about Lewis, this Mm -hmm. episode, which is cool. And I think it's McNamara's understanding that Shia is gifted, and he wants him to just do whatever he wants with it. And and to tell a kid that, someone who was by this time probably like 15. Oh, um, he's probably younger than that. In this episode? You're kidding me? He's probably like 13, 14. Maybe 14. No, he's probably 13, honestly. No, he was 17 when the show ended, wasn't he? Yeah, but I feel like when they filmed this, it might have been 99 or something. No, they had to film this in. No, because in the quote, in the episode, they say something about- The Bash about of the New the Millennium. Part, yeah. But I mean, Backstreet Boys album Millennium came out no. in 1999. <laughs> no, it had to have been. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it was 2000. Or maybe or they they filmed it in 99 knowing it would air in 2000. No, it had to have been 2000. And wrote that. It had so when did this episode air? Uh, honestly, I can't even find valid dates for that anymore. Something so what, happened along the way. I have no idea, and the dates are all over the place now. Like you can't find two dates that align. Really? The dates on IMDb do not match the dates on Wikipedia. So, so what are the two different options? Like what years? I'm just curious. Um, that it came out. So easy way. It says August nineteenth, two thousand. Okay. Really? And then IMDb says that it aired September 30th, 2000. Huh. So I have no idea I, which I would one believe, to believe. I would believe September 30th more. Like Disney Channel used to wait a couple weeks between episodes back then. Yeah, TV.com also has it at September 30th, so... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's September 30th. That would make the most sense. But that still means that they probably had to film it closer to the beginning of 2000. Uh, maybe. Okay, so then he was 14. Let's just, let's split the difference. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So to but to give a fourteen year old or or allegedly a fourteen year old <laughs> uh, this much freedom, I mean, it says a lot about uh, Sean McNamara's trust in Shia. Mm-hmm. Some other episodes that he did that with are, 
are like Secret World of Girls, mm-hmm. Band on the Roof. Uh, both of our favorite, epi- our number one episodes each yeah. directed both of them, which yeah. I think is really impressive. Um, he does. He knows he gets the show. That's what yeah, that's, that's all I wrote in my like, notes was like, yeah, he gets I the mean, show. We haven't even said the synopsis so, yet. We haven't even said right, <laughs> like anything. Um, so this episode has a 7.9 on IMDb, which is the highest rating so far for yeah. an episode that we've covered, which I totally get. And it's number 27 overall on TV.com with a 9.1. And just something interesting as well, when I was looking down the top, like 25, 27, I guess, on TV.com, almost all of their top 27 episodes are in my top 25. That's interesting. So that was interesting to me. So where'd you have, what'd you have uh, Easy Way? So I have Easy Way at number eight. Wow. And I mean, you, my friend, in comparison, have it where? <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Because I checked your list and I said, no, 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 no. I have this episode at number 30, but I yeah. have reason for it. Okay, okay, why? First of all, there are like 19 montages in this episode. Not really. Se- no, stop. Stop. Second of all, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Second of all, okay, this is honestly probably in my top 10 favorite episodes and like when I ranked it, I didn't rank it just necessarily like how I liked it. I also ranked it on, you know, like pacing and just like it, it was more experimental than anything else. And I think that um, as entertaining as it is and as much as I adore this episode, it embodies the first season so much, but for better and for worse, though. Not if that makes sense. Hmm. Like it's very raw. Like it feels like I said, experimental in some senses. No, I disagree. I feel like this is... <laughs> honestly, I wrote in my notes. Well, first of all, synopsis. So the IMDb synopsis is Lewis participates in a school fundraiser by spending 48 hours in bed. It backfires when he cannot join in on free activities and food with everyone else at Fantasia, <laughs> mm. which we don't really know what any of that means. Yeah. It's <laughs> that, a, yeah. Um, oh, cool. Fantasia. Okay. My description... I said, Lewis decides to live and nap in a store window for two days straight. Out of all of the eerie and coincidental, question mark, things that have predicted Shia LaBeouf's future throughout the series, this is perhaps the most accurate and shocking. Yeah. Long before hashtag all my movies and hashtag elevate, there was hashtag napping for the needy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's insane. Okay, so here's, here's another thing. You say season one's your favorite. Yes. Season. I say season two is my favorite season and then season one. So in that regard, like you're going to my favorite season one episode is going to be lower than your favorite, like within one of your favorite season one episodes. I guess. Just because like of where we each hold that's the first season. Also, like when I watched this, I, I tried to guess where I had it before I looked. I thought it was going to be like number 13. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. And then I saw it and I was like, 30? Really? I had it that low? That's what I and, thought when I checked your list. And then I looked at the episodes to see if, and I, I would definitely move it higher. I'd probably put it like number 23 or 24 mm-hmm. um, if I re-ranked it. it. It's probably maybe the top two or three episodes as far as character development, I mm-hmm. think, and just how deep it really is. And um, But so for entertainment, like I didn't get a lot of hearty laughs. Like I laughed consistently throughout, but I wasn't like dying laughing i literally was howling and had to pause the episode like 10 times no way really and when i wrote my review for this episode i literally was cracking up in my Uh, room typing on my computer by myself (laughs) dying laughing so 
Is there, okay. Well, I think I've so, just seen it. I've seen it a million times. Yeah, no, I mean, me too. And not only that, it's also a very, it's, a, I mean, we're back to back with Scrub Day right now, which is another mm-hmm. very memorable episode. But I think, yeah. I think this episode is way better than Scrub Day, honestly. I definitely like it better than Scrub Day. I don't think m- uh, the mass population remembers it as well as Scrub Day. Just because are you it, kidding? I don't no, no, think no, no, so. No, 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 no. When we get to the tweet section, holy crap! Uh, I had okay. to scroll through really hundreds of tweets okay. related to also, this episode. But here's another thing too. Like I, I was looking at because I was looking at the YouTube comments. There were like no. I, I checked like every upload uh, vid, upload of this um, episode, and there was there were like no comment there maybe like two and scrub day had like dozens we actually just got a comment on my even stevens ranked upload scene mm-hmm. of the bed scene oh heck yeah and it's a comment from a guy and all it says is this is literally the only thing i remember from the show there you go well that's I'm, I'm not saying it shouldn't be like that i'm just saying i don't think people i don't think most people remember this as much as scrub day oh i disagree I, I don't disagree. Know. I really don't. I think I, this, I is, think I think this imagery, is more memorable. I think the storyline's more memorable, maybe. And I think the imagery is even more memorable than the Vat of Sloppy Joe. A oh, crazy no. techno bed no. folding Shia LaBeouf okay. up like a taco? How yeah, do you was, not remember it, that? Though. But that's it. Okay, like, Scrub Day, you have him in the football helmet, him dressed as the woman, him in the vending machines. But the Pluto quote, the, the, the Sloppy Joe thing, just the Scrub Day poster, the shirts, like, I just think as a whole, I, I think more people remember it than this episode. This I like this episode better than Scrub Day, even though I think Scrub Day is a better episode. I disagree. But uh, anyway... But that's um, the fun of it, that we disagree. <laughs> this would be my, boring if we agreed on everything. My general thoughts, quickly before we dive into the plot points, we've been taking yeah. a long time on our introduction. But yeah, I had a lot of notes on this one. Um, oh my gosh, I have so many notes. So my general, I said... This might be one of the funniest episodes in the entire series. This is sort of peak Even Stevens in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I said it feels rooted in reality, but it's still off the wall in a lot of ways. Yeah. We have fantastic Lewis and Tawny content. It's really picking that up here. Shia is incredible. Everyone is on point across the board. We have Cynthia Mills, who's wonderful. Freaking Um, Cynthia Mills. This episode tells one storyline that flows and gets everyone involved. So we have the entire family. We have Ren. We have Lewis. We have Twitty. We have Tawny. We have the beginning of the Zack Estrada saga. Um, (laughs) We have all this stuff. Cynthia Mills. The plot is hysterical and original. That's true. And I also said it feels like something Shia LaBeouf would actually do in real life. Yeah. Um, I said that the humor is both subtle and overt and physical, slapstick, and smart and sharp all at the same time. 100%. I think there's great dialogue. I said it's a joy to watch all around, and I think it's the best episode we've covered so far, hands down. Mm. And that it shows a few different sides to Lewis. Interesting. And I also... On my actual review, I did say some of the same things you did. I said, this one is full of laughs, in my opinion. There are no, quote, jokes, really. It's just Shia's facial expressions and the way he phrases his lines. It's all perfect, and he's top-notch. I wish Ren maybe had a little bit more to do, but she does have some moments that kind of make me laugh. Yeah, Yeah, she has some really uh, good moments, actually. Yeah, really good. And so I like that everyone's involved. And Mm -hmm. the fact that Lewis and Tawny's relationship is like in its infancy here. I love Mm -hmm. it. And I never get tired of watching 
it bloom like that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that's just something that I never get tired of. So yeah, I think this episode has a lot going for it. Yeah. I also put that the, uh, the humor is subtle. Um, and it, it really showcases, uh, the show's timing, like, mm-hmm. and that's also a credit to the director. It's definitely my favorite episode we've reviewed so far, but I just don't think it's the best season one episode. Well, I didn't say it was the best. I, th- I think it's the best no, no, no. one we've reviewed so no, far. No, no, yeah. I th- it's my favorite one. I don't think it's the best one we've re- reviewed so far, but it's definitely my favorite one we've reviewed so far. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong! Okay. Anyway. Okay, let's so, go. <laughs> so let's... Uh, so let's dive into these plot points. <laughs> I love it. Um, All right. Okay, so it opens with um, Ren visiting Lewis's class to talk about the Beacon of Help fundraiser that, of course, she is coordinating. Like, here it goes. Like, Vice Principal yeah. Ren Stevens. Yeah, it's it's going full force now. Um, I also love the way we see the same teacher from Family Picnic and, uh, and Swap.com. Mm-hmm. I knew we had seen him another time, but I didn't remember I, that it was this episode. Yeah, I didn't either, actually. I, I was like, oh, yeah, he's in this episode. And I love his only line where he's like, I'm going to scarf a burrito back in five. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> he's going to go scarf a burrito down his throat and come back. Yeah. Okay. So Lewis is passed out cold uh, in class with his head in his backpack on his desk when Ren is trying to talk. And so she goes over to wake him up and she wakes him up from his ridiculous daydream of him like it's awesome. like like surfing on such an obvious green screen and I love obvious green screens on the show. Me too. Uh, cuz it's great. You don't it's just it's ridiculous and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And he's eating a corn dog, which by the way, this is the second mention of corn dog so far on the show. And not the last one. It's No, not the last yeah. one. It's very weird. I, I always associated Disney Channel and stuff with corn dogs. I feel like I've heard it mentioned so much on this channel. And so Ren starts cawing in his ear. <laughs> She's actually cawing like a bird because yeah. she appears in Lewis's daydream as a bird, distracting oh, yeah, yeah, him yeah, while yeah. he's surfing. And then when he wakes up and we're back in the classroom, Ren's literally going, Caw! I'm like, why would she do that? It's so I don't- weird. It's very weird, I, but... I love how he's wearing headphones in, while he's surfing. Oh, I know. Like, how is that working in 2000? And fake flower lays around his neck. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. And so he wakes up and just says, I want names and I'm not afraid to tango. <laughs> with a giant thing of spit hanging off his chin. Oh, it's so gross. Chin. <laughs> I, yeah, still no idea what that means. No idea I, what's going on in his head. We saw what his daydream was. What is what he said? How does that have anything to do with that daydream? Very, it's a very like dream dialogue though. You know how like in your dream you say oh, of things. Of course, nothing makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't make it's so it's so dreamlike. I love it. Yeah. Um, I also think it's funny how he's like hiding inside his backpack as though the teacher would be like, Oh, that's not weird that <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is inside of his backpack. Oh, he's probably not sleeping. <laughs> So once Lewis is awake, Ren explains. This Saturday, I want all of you here to jog, rollerblade, swim, paint fences, do whatever you're good at doing to get your friends and family to pledge generously. Now remember, the more you work, the more they'll pledge. So she basically recommends for everyone to do physical activities. Um, <laughs> and that's basically that. So the next scene is Lewis, quote unquote, skateboarding down the sidewalk with um, Twitty and Tawny pulling him. Like, so the rope's just like around his waist and he's just doing nothing but standing on the, <laughs> on the skateboard while they pull it's him. It's like Back to the Future. 
and Twitty asks him, he's like, could you be any lazier? And he's like, you know what? I'm going to have to think about it. <laughs> They're all sort of talking about what, you know, things they want to do for the fundraiser. And Twitty says that he's thinking about having people donate a dollar, right? For mm. every free throw he makes or whatever, which is yeah. a pretty cool idea. And Tawny agrees. And um, then they're in the you know middle of this little conversation. And then suddenly Twitty's like, whoa, before Zach Estrada is even in the frame, like that always bothered me. <laughs> like, so he says, whoa. And Johnny Tsunami himself, played by Brandon Baker, comes skateboarding like a crazy pro uh, into the frame, which is a wonderful contrast to Lewis is uh, idea of skateboarding here. Yep. So this is the beginning of what I love to call the Zack Estrada saga. Yeah. This is the first of four times that we see this character and it's pretty much established that Zack has a crush on Tawny mm-hmm. and it's been, you know, clearly hinted at, I think, that Lewis likes Tawny before before this point he's even said it yeah but it's going like really heavy-handed now like as soon as zach says hi tawny like you know he's such like a surfer dude ridiculous stereotype uh which i guess he is stereotyped because he plays a surfer dude in johnny tsunami he he even has the puka shells on in this episode And I, I, I don't I don't love Brandon Baker as Johnny Tsunami, I but I think he does a really good job as Zack Estrada. Yeah. Like in that like surfer. I just really like it. Uh, well, because I mean, Johnny kidding. Tsunami is a little smarter than. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does really good at playing like the dumb surfer dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's like, hey, Tawny. And Lewis is immediately giving them the shifty eyes in between oh, yeah. them. Like, oh, what's happening here? And so I do love this scene where he's like, so, Lewis, like, since when do you board? So, Lewis, since when did you board? Oh, since, I don't know, since I was like uh, four. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, can you do like a 50-50 grind or a boneless no slide? No, see, because I'm way over that whole trick thing, you know? Yeah, you know, he's more into, like, backpack skitching. Whatever. Well, see you later, Tawny. I love the I'm over that whole trick thing line because I remember me and my friend who is also a musician, me and him are musicians, we used to equate it to, like, when a guitar player or a drummer is like always overdoing it, like adding way too many fills or way too many licks because like they're just getting into it and they're trying to show off and stuff. It's like, once you get past that, it's like, yeah, I'm way over that. Like I play, like I mean, it's like, it's like, I just play my instrument, you know? And it's just kind of funny. Cause I was like, even though it's supposed to be a joke, there is some truth to it. But (laughs) skateboarding is just all about the trick. So like playing an (laughs) instrument, there's actually like a purpose to play an instrument, like to actually create something yeah yeah sure just doing like showing off but like skateboarding is all about showing off so I yeah think. yeah <laughs> but i just like that line in relation oh, to some line. other things in life because i yeah. love that no you see because i'm way over that whole trick thing it's definitely <laughs> true in music i think and like even like basketball yeah yeah i'm into basketball like you can even yeah you can use it for a lot of things so you know, and again, like, you know, Zach rides away doing a bunch of tricks and Tawny's like, wow, he's pretty good. And Lewis again, nah, nah, he's trying way too hard. <laughs> I love that line. too. <laughs> and Tawny just gives him a look. So then our little gang of Lewis, Twitty and Tawny, they pass a giant poster for Fantasia mm-hmm. virtual place. What, what, what is the, like what is the poster say? Yeah, it's just like a, it's like a Dave and Buster's, it seems like. But the poster says, virtual fun center. 
And it says, opening soon, video games, music, pizza, arcade. Um, I'm definitely going to try to make a reproduction of this Fantasia poster. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah. put it on Redbubble because I just love recreating anything ever yeah. that we see in this show's universe. And so they pass this poster and they're like, oh, fan- Fantasia, not Fantasia Barino, who won American Idol. Um, no, uh, Fantasia is going to be so awesome. Oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. And then Lewis and Tawny proceed to spiral into this virtual inside joke. I heard they have virtual bowling. I heard that when you have virtual bowling, you have to rent virtual bowling shoes. I hate that virtual nasty smell. It's almost like those virtual nachos. They make you virtually bloated. <laughs> Do you guys virtually stop now? Can you explain this to me? It's amazing. Oh, what do you mean? I don't understand what's funny. Oh, it's so good. Okay, so it's like, it's kind of like dad jokes, though. So you like roll a ball with your hand. You just stand there and roll a ball. And then the ball on the screen moves to how you roll it with your hands. Huh. So you just stand there. So like that's the thing. Like you don't need shoes for it. For it. Because it's you're just standing there. It's basically video game bowling. Yeah. You don't need sh- bowling shoes. For well, it. I know. I mean, I get that. But I don't think it's that funny. <laughs> oh, it's great. But that's, a, but that's the thing. It's like their type of humor, though. It's like I do the virtual bowling shoes line literally every time I, anyone ever references virtual bowling i'll Mm -hmm. say the thing about but then you got to get virtual bowling shoes and most of the time they greet me like zach estrada like yep what (laughs) it's like one of those things that is like the beauty of why i love this show as a kid because it really helped establish my humor yeah i don't know i never liked that really (laughs) because i was like i don't think this is that funny but i don't think it's supposed to be like laugh out loud it's just supposed to be kind of like I like the fact that it's something that Lewis and Tawny have between them. That's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think it's more so an inside joke. I think it's just to show that they both kind of appreciate this type of humor. I think, uh, I feel like Twitty in this scene where he's like, can you like virtually stop? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you gotta have a Twitty though. You gotta have a Twitty. Tawny proceeds to ask Lewis, so want to do something on Saturday? And Lewis immediately in his head goes to daydream of Lewis and Tawny together in like a horse and carriage and she's feeding him oh, yeah. uh, spray cheese. It's, it's like the four, it's like one of the four or five dream sequences we see in this episode. I don't, but what even, I this I never liked this either. I'm like, what is happening? Cheese-like product. Please fill her up. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> What is happening? Oh yeah, my God. it's kind of a random little instance. It is random. Like I said, this this episode encapsulates like the good and the bad from the, the first season. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I'm just like, yeah, this that one little thing has always felt like really a little cringy to me. I'm like, what is this here for? What 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 am yeah. I watching? But yeah, so Lewis snaps out of that daydream, and Tawny clarifies. She's like, uh, hello, the fundraiser. What else would we be doing on Saturday? And he's like, oh, right. And she's like, so you want to wash cars? And this is one of my favorite lines in the whole episode mm-hmm. when Lewis says, eh, I don't know. Dirty cars, hot sun, harsh detergent on my delicate skin. <laughs> and she says, forget it. He just puts up all these walls. Yeah, he comes up with every excuse in the book. Yeah. <laughs> He says, you know what? No, no, no. The thing is, it's just I need to find something to take advantage of my special talents, (laughs) which are sleeping because he looks 
It sees this giant bed in the store window that is the CompuRest 3000. Yeah. Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey music starts playing as he has this incredible realization. And uh, he walks over to the store window just like, oh my God, practically drooling over this giant bed. He turns around to Twitty and Tawny and says, What if I found a way to help mankind without even getting out of my pajamas? And to that I say, It's true. And it's a cool callback from like the first scene where he's sleeping in class. Like, true. To kind of keep that theme. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's really subtle. Well, I think in this episode, they were really trying to amp up his laziness before we cut to the bed thing. Exactly. Like, we see him sleeping in class. We see them pulling him on the skateboard. Yeah. We see him not wanting to physically wash cars. Like, you know, like they're really driving it home. They're like, this kid's lazy. Like now, like this is becoming like a main trait. (laughs) You know, he decides that and then it does a hard cut kind of to the Stevens house that night. And I love this. this. This scene is so so hilarious to me. Okay, so it starts off with a line from Eileen that I just love. So she says, All right, Louis, let me get this straight. Starting tomorrow for the next 48 hours, you will be in a store window lying in a bed? <laughs> like the way she says it? It's because it is. It's absolutely, it's absurd. Yeah. And when you say it like that, yeah, this does sound like a Shia LaBeouf social experiment. Yeah. And I like how he just assumes that the store is going to allow him to do this. Well, I mean, I'm assuming he maybe asked the store already no, at I know. this point. But like he even before when he first saw it, he was like, yeah, this is going to work. Like he just <laughs> assumed that they would let him. Yeah, well, he has a, he has a way of talking. I mean, as soon as That's true. you know, it's, it's season three. He can be very persuasive. That's true. Um, so <laughs> and they're letting their 12 year old son just sleep unsupervised for two days <laughs> in a window. They must be in a really good area. Yeah. He goes on to say, you know, he's like, it's not just a bed. It's the world's smartest bed. Well, uh, number one, it's not just a bed. It's the CompuRest 3000. And it's the world's smartest bed. And two, I won't just be lying there. I'll be dozing for dollars. Hello? Am I the only one that sees this as just a cheap scam to get out of work? Everyone else is going to be jogging or biking. And my brother's going to be napping for the needy? Napping for the needy. That's awesome. Napping for the needy. Rolls off the tongue. It's even better than dozing for dollars. <laughs> like this plot. Like I can't even deal with it. It's like, I feel like this wouldn't be PC today. Why? Why? Yeah. It's like poor, poor people. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to nap for you. <laughs> like It's just like. <laughs> but like he's making money though. I know, but it's just the whole idea. And it's just the fact that he would be so lazy, like, to come up with these titles. I'll be dozing for dollars. Like, if you could just sleep and make money, like, this, 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 I I just, I love, I love this plot. It's a really unique concept, I think. Uh, it's it's so even Stevens. But if you think, like, I, I always was like, why does he just, why does he already set it at 48 hours? He should just, like, keep going and, like, seeing how many hours he can do it for. Well, the fundraiser's supposed to only be on Saturday, I think. Uh, so and he just, extended yeah, it to, like, Saturday the whole weekend, basically. Yeah. yeah. And we only see, like, a fourth of the entire time he's in the window. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But anyway, oh, I also want to say when Ren when she says the napping for the needing, he's like, oh yeah, I like that. Yeah. So she gives him like the talk to the hand and then he high fives her. Yeah. And that's like my favorite moment from this 
episode. And I've literally done that hundreds of times. <laughs> I just, I love that. And it just, <laughs> there's just something about it. It's just, oh my God, napping for the needy. And again, the way he's like, he's like napping for the needy. No, I like that. It just rolls off the tongue. It's even better than dozing for dollars. He doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. see the problem there. He yeah, doesn't, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. It's amazing. He doesn't see it as criticism. He's like, no, perfect. Thank you for helping me. Like he doesn't see that. He's like, yeah, napping for the needy doesn't, yeah, this isn't a problem at all. <laughs> There's absolutely no flaw in this idea. Yeah. I love it. So next scene already is Lewis moving into the window. Yep. And I also love how the very first thing he says is, whoa, that is a TV. And once again, <laughs> it's, it's like, a tube TV. It's like a 19 inch, yeah, not even a 19 inch TV. Yeah, Because we talk about like, again, in uh, All About Yvette, where he was like, you're the TV of my dreams. Yeah. And it's like a 20 inch like, tube TV. It's so weird. It's <laughs> this bizarre. one's like a 15 inch. Whoa, a DVD player? <laughs> yep. Yep. Of course. Again, with the DVD player. And then, you know, he says, you have the water boy. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. And there's no actual food in this entire room. It's just junk food. Oh, like, yeah. So he's not actually eating healthy. He's just eating like licorice and popsicles <laughs> and stuff. I know. But yeah, I, I really actually like this scene a lot. Um, Me too. So we got the guy that works at the bed store, Cheney's Bed City. Cheney, yeah. <laughs> He's, you know, running around the room real quick, giving Lewis, like, the rundown of everything. For the next 48 hours, I want you to be as comfortable as possible. Okay. So follow the bouncing salesman. Now, here in the fridge, we have three types of beverage. Cola, red pop, and root beer. Toaster oven, great for making French bread. And Lewis, may I introduce to you what may be the most versatile bed on our planet? The CompuRest 3000. We got this toaster. Great for making French bread. I'm like, what? <laughs> There's just so many things where I'm like, how's Lewis going to make the French bread? <laughs> like, I just, like, why are you it's telling so me this information? <laughs> I love it. It's just so subtle. Really like, why do I need to know this? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I, I love it so much. <sighs> oh, and so he's showing Lewis all the features that the bed has. He's like, oh, there's like 57 positions or 72 positions, I think it is. Yeah, something like that. Like, why do you need that many positions for a bed? <laughs> exactly. Like some things that this bed does, I'm like, why would anyone ever want a bed to do that? <laughs> this makes no sense. Why do you need to have it in like in like ejector seat mode? It's like ex- completely perpendicular to the ground. Like that's one of the functions. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why this episode is so freaking funny. I have tears in my eyes. A bed oh does God. not need to fold in half, like in that in that per- position. <laughs> I mean, maybe for storage, but definitely not for sleeping. But who is storing this bed? Like, it's a huge. <laughs> it's insane. Like yeah, you don't yeah exactly. Not for you don't need it to be like a position on the remote. You can it should be just like a lever you press on the side. Oh my god, it's so ridiculous. We need to get the bed on the podcast interview. Interview <laughs> the computer. <laughs> no, yeah, it's seventy five positions actually. That's crazy. Something memorable to me for some reason is the comforter on the bed, like the the super like the space sort of. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sun and moon and stars on the on the bed sheet or whatever. Yeah, that always stood out in my memory. I don't know why. Uh, maybe because of all the NASA references. 
Oh yeah, shoot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like the 2001 A Space Odyssey thing, which we're going to get to again in a minute. And then the store owner tells him, this bed was originally designed for NASA, but it couldn't fit in the shuttle. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite lines here, before the guy starts talking about all the different positions, is when, again, this is subtle and I love it, is when he goes and asks Lewis, Lou, can I ask you a personal question? <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh. Do you get enough circulation in your feet when you sleep? And Shia just does the... You know, I could use more. <laughs> it's like, I don't even knows what that means. Like, he's just, he's just, he's like, all right, I'll see where this takes me. Maybe I'll get some pretty good circulation I didn't know I needed. I just love his thought process. It's, it's wonderful. So and, he, and he's watching him play with all the positions like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> I'm liking this. He's so good. Oh, man, it's, Shia. it's so good. And then, so then the guy that works there is like, everyone, because there's a, there's an intercom system. So like Lewis can mm-hmm. wear this little headset where he can talk to people through an intercom outside yeah. the window. <laughs> so the guy says, step right up and see the amazing boy in the window. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. It even and, says the amazing boy like above his, uh, his uh, like pledge, pledge sheet. Yeah. says the amazing boy presents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a circus promoter or something the amazing boy not even his name it's just the amazing boy presents napping for the needy <laughs> written so on a cartoon pillow yeah oh it's so good he's in a bathrobe and then he takes off the bathrobe to reveal his you know pajamas and his dollar signs on his pajama pants it's kind of in slow motion right so we're like he takes off the <laughs> The bathroom. And yeah. everyone is just standing outside the window applauding. <laughs> like, they're already applauding. Like, like he's doing nothing. It's so good. Like, I, it's, it's almost like satire of, like, actual society, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. That's another reason why I love this episode. It's so how we're so engrossed in just ridiculous, uh, you know, uh, spectacles people not even doing anything like um, you know like the kardashians like yeah they do nothing but we mm-hmm. still like praise these people like <laughs> yeah it's just such a good satire and something that we don't really see this show do ever again it's really a smart um episode a smart concept yeah it's really good i love it i really love this episode so much yeah. oh my god so he's taking off his robe he's like fixing his hair a little bit and everyone's just outside the window clapping and he dramatically jumps up and then just collapses onto the bed in slow motion and while this is happening the 2001 a space odyssey music is playing once again and they take it a step further by editing in neil armstrong's first words on the moon as lewis lands on the bed I will forever associate the, that that uh, recording and the 2001 Space Odyssey in my With head this. together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, together they just go well because of this episode. Yep, he just plops onto that bed and everyone is applauding so hard and like looking at everybody <laughs> like, wow, did you see that? Whoa. The amazing boy. The amazing boy. 
amazing boy. The next thing that it cuts to is a montage of the mm. fundraiser. But I love this montage. I think it's hilarious because it's basically, so it's a montage of everybody doing work at the fundraiser. And everyone's washing cars and roller skating and doing all this awesome stuff. And it's yeah. constantly interspersed and I guess juxtaposed or whatever with Lewis just in the window doing nothing. He's yeah. he's he's eating candy. It is good. He's just playing with the positions on the bed. Like he's going surfing on the bed. I mean, there's a few montages in this montages slash like dream sequences. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best of all of them, I think, just because it actually serves that purpose of like showing us uh, people working with Lewis not working. Um, it's really good. And and uh, they show uh, Lewis's pledge sheet. Mm-hmm. And I was trying, I paused it to see if I can see like how much people were pledging. Oh my gosh, I didn't think to do that. Yeah, well, you, you can barely read any of it, but I, somebody, it has like their name and then like how much they pledged. Somebody ple- wrote 50 and then with a dollar sign at the beginning and a cent sign at the end of it. So we don't know if they're donating $50 an hour or 50 cents an hour. Oh, I see that. I see that. Yeah. Is that weird? Dollar 50 cents. Dollar 50, $50 cents. Yeah. That's it's funny. just funny. Um, how much do you think Lewis raised for this? I wonder. Probably like a few hundred bucks. Probably. The car washes were only $10 each. Huh. Lewis is actually making more money individually than each kid is making at the car wash. So he's actually mm-hmm. doing a bigger part than... Uh, he had kids. the right idea. <laughs> He's making more money. So. so, yeah, so Lewis still has this crowd uh, standing outside the window cheering for his amazingness. <laughs> so good. Um, in awe of every little thing he does. Um, and I love how now, like, the family is outside the window. Mm. Uh, Eileen is taking pictures through the window. <laughs> and I love Tom Virtue, how extra he is with the... He waved to us. The amazing boy waved to us. That's my son in there, lounging like a champ. Hi, honey. We love you. I mean, just look at him lounging there. He makes it look so easy. And I love the guy in the bucket hat. And he's like, yes, I hate that. He's like, look at the amazing boy. He's doing tricks. He's like, he waved to us. The amazing boy waved to us. (laughs) So good. I love that guy. He's like a microcosm of of just society, like that that commentary on on just. Actually, yeah, that's what happens later in the scene. It's also with this guy. Yeah, it's the scene, yeah. Ren is having none of this. Uh, And I I love love this, though, because she is everyone who can just see through the utter crap that we deal with in society. That you were talking about, yeah. And she just, she, yeah. she just can't understand the appeal and like why yeah. this is a thing. She's cynicism as as embodied in a person, yeah. Yeah, she's cynicism in a way, but but validated in this yeah. situation. Oh, yeah, I think she's like probably like how I like to say I am when people are like, oh, what's happening like in with the Kardashians, like or the, mm-hmm. whoever is not important really. But mm-hmm. I mean, none of it's really important in the grand scheme of things. But like. I mean, I, I'm kind of like notorious for not liking to watch the news because I think that it like it sensationalizes things. Yeah, exactly. And I and I think that in, in this moment, Ren is me because I'm like, yes, that's stupid. I mean, obviously, I, I mean, he's raising money, so it's a little bit different. But even though Lewis is doing it for a good cause, I mean, he's not. But <laughs> in the end, of, you know, but overall, he, yeah. he is he's raising money for the needy. But um, people don't care about that. They care about the spectacle of it. And that's just mm-hmm. really cool. Even with Mr. Cheney and he's like, oh, it's not about making money. Oh yeah, it is about making money. Come, our couches are half off. 
Yep. Like, he's just, <laughs> it's, it's just so, it's so good. Like, yep. that, uh, man, it's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everyone is literally praising Lewis for doing nothing. And Ren's like, he's lying in a bed. An untrained monkey could lie in a bed. Not like Lewis. Not like Lewis, Eileen says. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also love the way, you know, she's taking these pictures and then she says, let's get this to photo, Matt. <laughs> because, you That's know, so, back when you had to get photos yeah. developed. Yeah, it's so good. Ren is just like, what is happening? And then suddenly Channel 5 News comes. <laughs> let him through, let him through. <laughs> Cynthia Mills. Cynthia oh, Mills, yes, our, this first is our first appearance, appearance of news reporter, Cynthia she's, Mills. She's one of my favorite recurring characters, even though she's only in three episodes. No. But she like, yeah, but she, I, I mean, she's and she's in, she's in the movie technically, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But she's only in three episodes, but every one of the episodes she's in is, like, one of my favorite episodes. She's a perfect example of a character who's only in it. We were talked about this before, who's only mm-hmm. in, like, a couple episodes. But you but remember they feel them. like they're in it. Yeah. More like Artie Ryan or mm-hmm. even, like... Even Zach, Zach Estrada, Estrada yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's so good. I love Cynthia Mills. And fun fact, she's kind of typecast, I guess, because in That's So Raven, she also played a news reporter. Oh, was she? Oh, that's cool. But yeah, so Cynthia Mills shows up. She is sprinting. She's the best. Oh, man, she's <laughs> she so is good. sprinting from the news truck <laughs> to the shop window. She just she needs to get this story right now. Channel Five News coming through. Excuse me. Pardon me, Miss. Excuse me. Cynthia Mills here in front of Cheney's Bed City. Today, throughout Sacramento, kids are involved in fundraising events. But one special young man has captured our hearts, our imagination. I'm here to ask a few questions. He's capturing their imagination? (laughs) What What is there to imagine? imagine? (laughs) What are they imagining? (laughs) It's so he's good. Like, she's just, she, like, and that's, it's perfect because she's just saying these, like, worthless lines, but people are like, yes, yes, <laughs> that he is. Like, they don't, even, like, she's sensationalizing this whole thing. Yeah. And uh, it's so good. I love, I, it's really good. It's mm-hmm. so good. But this whole scene, it just reminds me of Shia in real life with his yeah. crazy project. So, like, his All My Movies, sitting in a movie theater for three days straight, yeah. watching all of his movies. Or Elevate, where he stays in an elevator yeah. for 24 hours and talks to yeah. people. Like, it's just... Didn't he do something where he was in a window? <clears throat> no, I don't I think remember so. That. Oh, no, no, that was the... Um, the uh, the hashtag I am sorry where he was in the uh, oh maybe that's what I was thinking in the of. art exhibit yeah 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 maybe that's what I was thinking of yeah maybe yeah. but but yeah either way he does all these things where he stays in one place for an extended period of time yeah and I'm just like why is this so Lewis Stevens though that's why I feel like there's such a fine line between Shia and the character in a lot of ways I'm sure he was inspired by Lewis in a lot of ways too. Like, I feel like there has to be a connection with this. Yeah, I like to think he was inspired by Lewis. It's too coincidental and eerie that, I mean, this is yeah. this is definitely the most suspicious of, wait a minute, this is feeling yeah. like life imitating art now or something, yeah. you know? I think this episode does a really good job of, of not making this whole situation seem, like, surreal. Like, it actually feels like it's really happening. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I said it feels grounded in reality still. Yeah, it's really good. 
Yeah, I, I love it. So Cynthia's interviewing Lewis. It's so great. Uh, and I love, you know, she goes, I don't know what your favorite line is. Is your favorite line around here? Yeah, I'd say around Is here. it the hoping for bacon? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's so good. All right. Yeah. yeah that's my favorite line. <laughs> yeah. So she goes... Can you tell us the name of the charity you are napping for? And I love the way he does it. He's like, oh, right, the charity, basically. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's for something. Lewis, could you tell the public a little about the charity you are napping for? Charity? It's a great charity. It's called Bacon of Hoping for Bacon. It's the Bacon of Help, Lewis. It's on your T-shirt. And then Ren just cuts him off. Uh, It's amazing. Also great, you know, Cynthia's like, oh no, who are you? And the way she's like, I'm Lewis's sister. Yeah. In the in the trivia or something, it said that it was supposed to be a joke where how like one of the very next lines is Cynthia saying, you are a very articulate young woman. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she said, Lewis's sister. <laughs> she stumbles over her words. Yeah. You are a very articulate young woman. But yeah, and so she's like, will you grant us an interview? And Ren goes down the rabbit hole. And even she gets trapped, right? She gets trapped in this, oh, wow, like I get some attention right now. Okay, let me get, be on the news real quick and talk about myself. Would you grant us an interview? Yeah. Me, really? <laughs> well, sure. What's there to say about me? Not much. Because, you know, before I was a coordinator, I was just a class president. And then I was... Fascinating. Here- yeah, then Cynthia cuts her off immediately. And then and then again, with the over-sensationalizing, wait, I am getting some very exciting news. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. I am getting some very exciting news. Ren, is it true that when Lewis rides in the back seat, he likes the window halfway down so that it is breezy, but not too breezy? (laughs) Like someone's on the other end telling her things. (laughs) 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 This is a great, I love this. This moment is the This whole scene is one of my favorite things ever. Oh my gosh. It's so and so, good. yeah. So, the way it's like, uh, yeah, I'm just imagining a guy being like, Cynthia, we just got this information, okay? <laughs> like, first of all, who's telling them this yeah. information? <laughs> who's the insider giving them the scoop on whether or not Lewis <laughs> likes the window half down <laughs> in the backseat of the car or not? So, <laughs> so that, that it's breezy, breezy, but not too breezy. But not too breezy. And her delivery is good on that, too. And then Ren, one of my, this is, this has to be my favorite line from Ren in the whole episode where she's just. Lady, it's a kid in a bed. Am I the only one who's not crazy? Hey, the amazing boy's doing tricks. (laughs) She's had enough of this nonsense. (laughs) It's so true. It's so good. Oh my God. And then Lewis, immediately to distract from the fact that, you know, Ren's pointing out the ridiculousness, he just starts doing tricks yeah. with the bed. Uh, you know, he's like, oh, never mind, forget her, look at me. Like, you know? And then the bucket hat, the bucket hat guy. The guy in the bucket hat, the amazing boy's doing tricks. <laughs> and uh, and Lewis is just laying on the bed waving while he's like, well, <laughs> he's doing the be- tricks. Then this scene is when that guy in the bucket hat goes, Whoa! And they show us there's this dog just on a skateboard, just magically riding a skateboard yeah, by no standing one. on it. <laughs> I mean, that's so kind good. of funny in itself. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this thing is being dragged by like a small wire, but it's like, <laughs> it's like this dog is just skateboarding by standing on the skateboard. Oh my God. Hey, look! It's a dog on a skateboard. Now, that's really amazing. Yeah. 
Now that's really amazing. And all the people just shift their attention immediately to the next to the next thing. It's just it's commentary on our society. We're like we we're so it's like something's more amazing than the next thing and the next thing and the next thing when they're all really not. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you know, yeah. They're all really just flash in the pan things that don't matter. Like this dog on the skateboard, like Lewis would be the viral meme of the week. And then this dog on a skateboard would be the viral meme of the week that would be memed and stuff. And then we move on. It's it's even more relevant now. Yeah. They, and I remember, I can't remember if it was Matt Dearborn or Jim Wise. They, they brought up the movie I, Tanya. Mm-hmm. So I, Tanya is about uh, Tanya Harding and, and the controversy when she, you know, mm-hmm. uh, her opponent, uh, Nancy Kerrigan, gets her knees bashed. Mm-hmm. But then like in the movie, she talks about how so quickly they seem to forget. And even though they spent all this time ruined, the media spent all this time ruining my life and making, giving me a bad name. They just as easily moved on to the next thing mm-hmm. who was OJ Simpson, which happened mm-hmm. like the next month after the, the Tanya Harding debacle. Right. And it's, it's really, but in history, thinking. we still talk about it down now. Of though, course. But. Yeah. Now we still talk about it, but in the moment it's like, they spent all the media spent all this time just like making, giving me a bad name. And then now they just forget about me. Like I was yeah. never here. And it's like, Oh yeah, it's convenient for you guys to talk about me when it when it helps you guys out. And but I still have to live with the fact that you ruined my name. Um, I mean, obviously right. here it's like a positive thing, uh, but still, like it's interesting just how society just moves on to the next thing. The show it was uh, commenting on short attention spans and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's so it's brilliant. Before really, social um, media and everything would fry our brains. Yeah, it's really good. So like again with the show being ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. next scene, Lewis basically finds out that Fantasia is doing a free preview opening early only for the people who did the fundraiser. You know, Twitty stops by and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm on my way to Fantasia. Free video games. Oh, I can't believe it. Like they're doing a free preview for everyone that um, did the fundraiser. And Lewis is about to peace out of that window so fast he's like oh i'm so there he's like uh dude like aren't you supposed to stay in this window for 48 hours and this scene always makes me kind of sad you know like how lewis is like uh no it's okay man like come on like free video games like everything i'll I'll do it next week yeah he's like i'll stay here next week i'm like oh my god no like you just had the news covering this you're not just gonna leave and say hey i'm gonna come back next week like what think about it like as a kid Free video games like that. This is like the epitome of fun. And, mm-hmm. and I can see why it would be hard for Lewis. How it would be easy for him to just want to go and participate. Yeah. Uh, which speaks even more to the fact that, you know, like he ends up not. Uh, yeah. Suddenly it becomes an assembly line of all of Lewis's friends and family walking by yeah. the window on their way to Fantasia. Yeah. So then the family stops by the window and says how proud they are of him. And and then Steve, again, Tom Virtue being so extra. Wait a minute, you're going to Fantasia too? Yeah, I can't wait to try that motorcycle racing game. In fact, my secret fantasy has always been to peel out on a big, shiny hog. Vroom, vroom! <laughs> See you, Lou. <laughs> this guy is so extra. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> he's just, he's so over he's the so, top. He's great. He's so over the top and everything. Yeah, it's, it's so great. You know, so the whole family, they're all going to Fantasia, mm-hmm. and then Ren's like... Even though they didn't participate in the fundraiser, but... Okay. Yeah, I know. Well, they're parents of a girl. Well, she, they're That's parents true. of the girl who coordinated it, so of That's course true. they're able to go. Um, <laughs> 
You know, and so Ren's like, You know, Louis, this whole bed thing's really working out. You should think about doing it for the next few years. Hey, yeah. he'd probably make a lot of money if he started doing it as a oh, job. Yeah, especially, yeah, if it wasn't for charity anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he'd probably do it for a living. Even though it was his family saying that, how proud they are of him. I like to think that maybe it was also Ren, him wanting to prove Ren wrong and, mm-hmm. and seeing that, you know, no, like, I am raising money still, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm still doing something good you can almost see him changing his mind like in this one instance yeah but this is also a little piece of karma as well what do you mean you know lewis tried to take the easy way out at first like not actually thinking of the fundraiser in a serious way you know he's like oh i'm just gonna do this to get out of like actually doing anything Uh, but then the people who actually did stuff are rewarded and he's not Basically, because yeah, now he has to deal with the consequence of staying and you know sticking this commitment out. Yeah, that he originally did, thinking it would be the better option when really the better option would have been to actually work and get to do the free video games and everything. But he still got like the fifteen seconds of fame from it, though. But also, he misses out on being with Tawny. But it makes her realize. That Zach's an idiot. Yes, but it makes her realize that she doesn't like Zach Estrada. Yeah, whatever, but still. <laughs> um, so she actually comes up to the window next, and she's like, oh, mm. yeah, I'm going to Fantasia, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and so then Zach shows uh, shows up, which is so gross, where he's like, here's this beef jerky stick thing. I bit the top off so it'd be easier for you to open. <laughs> I'm like, And Tawny's totally, like, trying to make Louis jealous, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. she's kind of like you can tell she's kind of mad at him for Mm -hmm. like picking the easy way over not just doing the car wash, but she probably wanted to do the car wash with him, too. Well, yeah, I mean, she was the one asking. Like she was probably like, I thought oh, I thought it'd been cool for us to, you know, do it together, like get to know each other. Your laziness even took you away from from spending time with me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I could see why she would kind of be irritated by that. No, and she, you, you get that totally when she's about to go off with Zach to Fantasia, and she goes, Oh, come on, Tawny, we better get to Fantasia. Uh, see you, Louis. Have a nice nap. Yeah. Because she's like, you're ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you're literally just going to spend the rest of your weekend napping. Yeah. Zach also says that he saw a dog on roller skates. But the dog was on a skateboard. Yes, that always bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that, too, the way Lewis is trying to one-up Zach in this situation. Yeah. Oh, so before this, we get another dream sequence, right? Um, oh, yeah, So yeah, it's yeah, when, right. when Tawny's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Fantasia because, you know, we did the car wash today. Oh, hey, Tawny, let me guess, you're on your way to Fantasia, right? Yeah, I'm not really into video games, but after washing cars all day, I sure could use one of those free Sundays. Free Sundays? I mean, uh, so I was washing cars. Not bad, actually. Zach helped me. Zach? So you spent the whole day with Zach? Yeah. We ended up having a cool time together. And then Lewis starts imagining the worst, which is uh, Tawny and Zach just having a grand old time washing cars. It's all in slow motion. They're just beaming with joy. They're doing the thing when someone teaches you how to golf or teaches you how to play pool and they have like the hand on top of your hand to try to teach you. They're doing that except streaking the window, cleaning it. (laughs) And I'm like... (laughs) 
they're really trying to make washing cars be romantic in this yeah. way and they're just they're just smiling so cheesily and i'm like i've never seen two people so happy washing a car yeah it's really good <laughs> and then again lewis imagines them skateboarding there's so much skateboarding in this episode yeah. so he imagines the two of them skateboarding together on one skateboard with zach's arms around tawny's waist and also is jim wise singing the song here yeah he's definitely singing it Yeah, because again, I never noticed this before until after we interviewed him. Like Now I'm hearing his voice everywhere. When I thought of the dream sequence, I always thought of the one from Battle of the Bands, the... Without you, girl. Mm -hmm. You know that one? Mm -hmm. I always imagined that in this sequence for some reason, even though it's not. I don't know. Yeah. This one is... It's me, and you for me <laughs> We'll be together For all eternity So good. Yeah. I love the little songs that they write for this. The jingles. It's so good. It's so They're good. Great. Oh, man. Yeah, that definitely sounds like Jim. And again, it was like, yeah. I, I didn't notice it until he hit like the, the last note. And then I was like, whoa, wait. That sounded like him. So, yeah. Because he did mention how he did, like, a lot of incidental music for the show. Yeah. Which is, you yeah, know, stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, it's definitely Jim-wise, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah, but we were saying, um, when Zach comes over with, like, the beef jerky and everything, and he's like... So, Lewis, did Tony tell you we washed 25 cars today? Oh, no, no, she didn't. Did you happen to catch the 6 o'clock news? Oh, actually, I did. They had this roller skating dog on, and he totally rocked. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, as if, like... <laughs> You know, again, with like I said, like trying to one up him. And then Zach obviously is like, oh, yeah, I did. They had this roller skating dog on. It was he totally rocked. I'm like, it was on a skateboard. Like, I don't know why that was written in there. You could definitely tell that they they filmed that scene before they filmed like the skateboarding scenes, probably. Yeah, but then they should have been like, let's give the dog roller skates somehow. I don't know. Maybe they tried and it was I mean, that'd be super hard. Yeah, putting roller skates not. on four legs. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but anyway, so the twenty five cars. If the car wash is a ten dollars a car, then Tani and Zach are each making one hundred twenty five dollars. Like Lewis is definitely making more than one hundred twenty five dollars. I don't know. I think he he made the the better choice. No, it is true. So basically, that's the end of that. Yeah, and then Lewis uh, has to watch Tani and Zach walk off to Fantasia. So then, yeah, cuts to like I guess a tiny montage of just like people having fun at yeah. uh, Fantasia. Oh man, I have so many issues with this. First of all, Fantasia is literally just an arcade. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they branding themselves as Virtual Fun Center? It's literally just nothing but basic arcade games. There is that one where like Ren is like virtual karate kicking or something. Yeah, and I it's like fast motion, and she's just doing all these punches and kicks in this room. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Interesting. But I don't know. The way they play these games, like, they're not even playing any of the games properly. Like, they're doing Dance Dance Revolution, and they're not even facing the screen. And the, yeah. game, the game mode isn't even set up. And, oh, it's annoying. But it's funny because it's like they're acting like this is so much fun. And they're doing the most basic things. They're playing table hockey. They're doing the little mini basketball game. Like, Donnie's hogging that game. Yeah. Twitty's doing the ski ball. In 2000. Yeah, but if this fun. is supposed to be a virtual fun center, and these are all just like <laughs> basic arcade games, I'm like, where's the virtual? Also, like Twitty's treating it like he can, like they have like a concert stage there or something. This would be a great place for my band to play and and have Santana open for us. 
Yeah, 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 which I love that line because, yeah. of course, that'll happen. But yeah, so we get a little montage of everyone having fun at the arcade. But again, that montage serves the purpose to then cut to Lewis alone in the bed. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, he's kind of, he's like, talking out loud about his problems and just sort of confessing and then we see he's talking to the skateboarding dog i really shouldn't be talking to you about my problems it's just that everyone's at fantasia and and i'm stuck here in a glass box i can't believe tony's with zach hmm. i've seen a guy in gym class thinks he's a big shot because he showers and wears deodorant tony's so cool but sometimes i wonder if she really gets me you get me right I'm talking to you! I'm talking to you! I'm like, why? Why? And then the dog just skateboards away, like... (laughs) And again, the skateboard just moves. Yeah, (laughs) you know, totally, like, probably just someone pushed it off screen or something. (laughs) Lewis says, like, I'm talking to you! I'm talking to you! Is that from a movie? I feel like that has to be a quote. Uh, It's from Midnight Cowboy where he says, I'm walking here, I'm walking here. I knew it had to be from a movie. Because I always thought of, you talking to me... Oh yeah, when from I, Taxi Driver. Yeah, when I heard yeah, that, yeah. but I didn't. I I think, but I didn't think that was it. But it was just the fact that he was saying talking. I made that. Yeah, connection. they're kind of yeah. They kind of fused them together a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's yelling that to the <laughs> dog. Then he just sort of sits down on the bed and turns on the wonderful tube TV that has a superimposed footage. Which yeah. I love that. <laughs> like, just crystal clear footage on this yeah. TV. Clearly, there would be, like, black lines on the screen oh, yeah, if they yeah. were filming. It's, like, way too good a quality for that TV. <laughs> and so, he turns it on, and he sees Cynthia reporting from Fantasia, calling it the bash of the new millennium, which, as I said, Backstreet Boys' Millennium album came out in 1999, so... I don't know. Uh... Anyway, Lewis is watching this on the news, and, of course, they have to show a cozy little close-up of Zach and Tawny playing that light game or whatever. And yeah. Zach is purposely going behind her and putting his arms around either side of her and everything. And they're not playing it correctly. But again, I'm telling you, I never knew how to play that game, so I'm right with them, honestly. I would just I be hitting know. random buttons as well. But there's instructions on the game. Well, I never knew, so... <laughs> And so Lewis is watching this on TV and he is distraught. He is going to spontaneously combust. Like, I feel for him here. It hurts me that he can't be there, obviously, but he makes the right choice. But it's still like, I feel for him. Oh, man, but it's so funny. So I love this part, too. Yeah. So he panics and he calls Twitty, which I love the way they have cell phones and they're like the chunky Nokia (laughs) cell phones. And he's 12. Um, Like, no 12-year-old had a cell phone in that. No, no. (laughs) So Lewis calls Twitty and he gives him no explanation for anything he just picks up the phone and says talk to me zach and tony are having way too much fun you gotta you gotta split them up okay who is this it's lewis (laughs) like there's something about it's just such a shia labeouf-y sounding shout that i just love it so much he's like who the heck do you think it is and he's like and twitty's like how do you know that this is happening like because he doesn't realize that he can see it on the news. Yeah, but I just, I love that. The way it's just like, Zach and Tony having too much fun. You got to split him up. Who is this? It's Lewis. <laughs> it's Lewis. Um, <laughs> it's just the way he shouts it. I love it so much. Uh, Ren steals the phone away and tells Lewis, she's like, well, you know what, Lewis? I just realized that, you know, while the rest of us are having so much fun over here, you're sticking to your commitment in that tiny cramped window. And, yeah. uh, you know, at first I thought you were taking the easy way out, but turns out, 
maybe you didn't. <laughs> she kind of says it like a not backhanded compliment, I guess, but like. Well, she rubs it in his face that they're having fun. Yeah, it, I kind of want a little bit more of an apology, I think. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she was hard on him at the beginning because he was taking the easy way, but also because she's the type of person who, if she has an idea, she wants everyone to conform to her idea and, like, go with her plan. So I think that was also part of it in that he was getting all this attention. But I think it was super noble of Lewis to to stay in the window. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of just wanted a better apology from Ren maybe no I get that and then Twitty says that was Ren <laughs> yeah I love that <laughs> oh I gotta go they're bringing out cheese sticks that are like a foot long bye that was Ren I kind of figured that out <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah. Lewis is you know really upset again and he's like put Tawny on the phone uh, so he gives the phone to Tawny and you know he immediately like he stands up and he starts pacing on the bed yeah. it's so cute Hey, sleepyhead. Oh, hey, Tony. Um, listen, it's Lewis. I made a really stupid mistake today. I should have come with you and washed cars. Instead, I just took the easy way out. And and I bet it would have been a lot of fun to hang out, you know? You and me t- together? Oh, look, Lewis, I didn't hear a word you said. Zach got more tokens, so I gotta go. Bye. No, what? And she hears none of it. Yeah, but Tony hears nothing because the arcade is so loud. It's painful. It is. And he's like, wait. Ah, man. (laughs) And then the most iconic part of the episode, Lewis has had enough. He like sits back down on the bed and he just like shoves off all of his um, junk food and everything he had on the bed. And he says, that's it. Forget commitment. I'm done. Through. You can eat my sheets, bed. Eat my sheets. Get off. Eat my sheets. Yeah, so he he yells at the bed, he like slaps the bed, and then the bed just starts moving and it's like yeah. it's like flopping him all over the place. And it's funny because you can see Shia like forcing himself to flop. Yeah. <laughs> which just makes it even better. Yeah, he kinda like flails. <laughs> like the bed didn't move nearly enough to push him that much, but he just does it. He just he just surrenders to the bed. <laughs> I know. Like, the thing about this scene that always kills me is the fact that just get off the bed. <laughs> he doesn't have to stay in the bed literally. Like, he just has to stay in his pajamas and not go anywhere. Just in the room. Like, yeah. if the bed is being possessed suddenly, just uh, get off the bed and stand in the corner of the room. He just uh, stays on the bed. This bed starts, like, literally attacking him. Yeah. Uh, and in between all of this, it cuts back to the arcade. We see Tawny and Zach playing Dance Dance Revolution or whatever. And you, like you said, they're not even looking at the screen. Yes. Um, but the thing that stands out to me here is Zach Estrada's giant Y2K parachute UFO swishy pants. Yeah, those are great. I love it. They're hideous. I can't deal with these pants. They look absolutely <laughs> ridiculous oh it, it looks like he's genuinely wearing a parachute it's yeah. it's absolutely insane yeah. and they're bright orange on top of that yeah. like the early 2000s i want a pair of those pants so basically twitty takes what lewis said and tries to split um tawny and zach up he goes and tells zach 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 huh? hey uh they just announced that you want a raffle in the parking lot I didn't buy a raffle ticket. I, uh, I bought one for you. 
I mean, what are friends for, right? Thanks, Go, man. man. Come on, run. I don't know. I just don't think it needed to be included that they split, that Switty had to split them up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never really cared weird. that much for this part either, I guess. Yeah. And Tawny obviously knows what's going on again. Yeah. She's, just, she's just like giving everyone these faces. And it keeps cutting back to Lewis being absolutely terrorized by this demon bed. Yeah. It gets to the point where Lewis is like laying down on the bed. The bed's being crazy. And then the bed folds him like a taco. Yeah. This is a terrible advertisement for this bed, by the way. <laughs> and Lewis's feet are at his head. He's in so much pain. He can't get the bed to let him free. And it cuts from that to Tawny and Zach, like having a conversation uh, over some food and drinks and um, she makes the virtual bowling joke again <laughs> and Zach doesn't get it so I guess I'm Zach I don't know uh, and so <laughs> and you're so, definitely not Zach but no, no, Zach's no, yeah. an idiot he doesn't even get that it's supposed to be a joke I think yeah so like uh, what do you want to do next ready for some virtual bowling well that depends does that mean we're going to have to rent virtual bowling shoes? Wait a second. If we're virtual bowling, then why would you need shoes? <laughs> that's that's the joke part. The bowling or the shoes? The whole thing. Oh, good one. <laughs> good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then he immediately shakes his head like, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> like right in front of her. Like, yeah. Uh, but, you know, so that so it's, it's just clearly showing that like, wow, like Zach doesn't get her like Lewis does, yeah. basically. Uh, but here's my thing, though. Like, I wish they had shown more of those instances because like we see so many instances of them having a really good time together and only one instance of him not getting her humor. Well, no, no, no. I think I can subtly see it where... When Zach tells like Tom, uh, Twitty to beat it, basically, and then he's like, "Had to get rid of that guy." Oh, that's true. That right there, yeah. yeah. I'm vengeful or whatever. Yeah, that's true. That moment too. Yeah, like Tony's kind of like, "Ew." Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. So the bed, uh, the bed is still going. I love the way it keeps cutting back to him while all this other stuff is happening. How long is this going on for? Um, like it has to be like hours. <laughs> It's funny because he's supposed to be napping, but he's really like doing work. Like this whole, he's getting like an he's like workout. He's literally fighting for his life in this window. He's doing more physical activity than anybody else. <laughs> but it's just always so funny to me that he just stays on the bed. Like, yeah. just get off the bed and go to the corner or something. If it's this horrible, as we were saying, like, why does the bed need these sort of positions? So, like, why does the bed need to spin around in a circle <laughs> repeatedly? <laughs> It's <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Why does the bed need to do that? Yeah, so then the bed, you know, decides... <laughs> the bed just smashes him up against the store window. Which, again, you said, like why most- Why do they need this eject position? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get out of bed, and then they hit the button, and he just, like, launches him out of bed. Is that what it's supposed to do? <laughs> I have to get out of bed, press the button, whoop, go fling me across the room. Oh my god, no, there's an SNL skit that did this recently. Really? At least I think it was an SNL skit. It was something where it was um, a bed that would eject you and throw you into the nearest bathroom. It was like an elderly thing. Oh no, 
it was the other way around. It was the toilet. Oh, the toilet. It, the, uh, okay. the toilet flings you into your bed so that it looks like you died in your bed instead of on the toilet or something oh, like that. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it made me think of this. <laughs> oh, my God. An ejector seat. The bed, uh, he says, let go of me, you devil bed. So then the bed collapses. I love the way the bed listens. Um, yeah. You know, releases him, goes back to its regular position as a bed. And his, like, back is super sore. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and then he collapses with his head facing the window upside down. And then Tawny's looking at him. So we see her from Lewis's perspective upside down. And it's yeah. all emotional and sweeping with the music. Which, it's funny because that Lewis lying down looking up at Tawny this is like the third time this is we, this is like one of three times we see this mm-hmm. in the pi- in the original pilot um, yep. we see it in this episode and then in the Wombat Wove Wombat Wove I was gonna mm-hmm. say that yeah. I think it's kind of an interesting like it's like their thing you know yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah and I, I love this line too are you okay I can hear you screaming through the intercom what are you doing here Oh, just thought I'd come out and watch a little mattress rodeo. Yeah, no, but I love to imagine just somebody walking down the street and hearing screaming <laughs> coming from an intercom. <laughs> yeah, Especially- you devil bad. <laughs> like, like, where is that coming from? The way he was screaming too, just like ah, like the like the Shia LaBeouf scream. I just want to see like in the middle of the night, somebody walking down the street and just hearing this come from a an intercom speaker. It's just amazing. That is very funny. So basically, Lewis and Tawny have a heart to heart here, kind yeah. of. So, uh, why aren't you with Zach? Zach's okay, but he doesn't laugh at the stupid stuff like we do. Oh, you mean like the uh, bad dubbing and karate movies? I'm here to avenge my brother. Now, <laughs> now you feel the wrath, infidel. Or how about the way Mrs. Wolf always spits when she says a photosynthesis? Did a get you there? So you're really going to stick this out? Well, yeah. I mean, I came this far. I love the way Lewis mentions, oh, like the bad dubbing in karate movies? Who doesn't find that funny, though? Yeah, everyone like, thinks it's funny, yeah. Bad dubbing is hysterical. Yeah. I almost think that they could have just not shown examples and just, like, we would have understood. Like, I like the bad dubbing one, but then the second yeah. one was always cringy to me. Like, the way Margot delivers it doesn't feel natural. Like, yeah. she's like, or the way Mrs. Whatever always spits when she says photosynthesis. I'm yeah. like, really? That felt way too written in in, in that i was gonna say this episode does a really good job of not feeling like that that's Mm -hmm. probably the only moment that feels like it's written and luckily it's like towards the very end but yeah i mean her saying you know he doesn't get our humor that's fine but then like Mm -hmm. they don't need the examples i don't think yeah no but i I mean it's kind of cute but yeah it's cute but yeah it's just yeah Lewis basically says that he's committed to completing his 48-hour stay, and Tawny's like, that's pretty cool, Lewis, and it's like a nice little moment, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And uh, when he's like, besides, I think I got the hang of it, and he sits on the bed, and the bed (laughs) starts to rise. Yeah. Why is the comforter so long? Oh, well, yeah, because they got to hide something, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That always bothered me. I'm like, Uh, we saw the bed spinning around. I didn't really think about it. Yeah, that comforter was not that long. No, definitely. But yeah, that was something that always bothered me because, yeah, it's obviously yeah. hiding whatever's lifting the bed. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's basically the end of the episode. 
the final minute bit is super pointless with Donnie. Yeah. Um, I really think I wrote in my notes that the final minute bit should have been Lewis successfully completing um, his stay. Yeah, because you because he goes for another day and a half after this episode. He only yeah, does like it's like hours. It, it feels a little unresolved. It feels like he's like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna stay, but then we never actually see him complete it and get that satisfaction of like, I did this. Maybe him, maybe like Eileen being like, congratulations, like or or Ren even saying, you raised you know, however much money, like, you know, I, I doubted you at first, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I feel like it should, there could have been a better conclusion with Ren. Yeah. Cause it's just so stupid to cut back to Donnie, just playing that little basketball yeah, game. Not by something himself. none of us are invested in. Cause usually yeah. like, the last scene is maybe like a callback to something that we didn't get resolved, but like, yeah, it's just super random. I never liked it. And then the talking dog is there. You're the man. Like, you're the- yeah. You're the man with a subtitle. I'm like, yeah. what? Like what it's is happening? really bizarre. Yeah. It just, it's it- not very good. Anyway, so that's the episode. We don't have much time left yeah. to really go into any final thoughts, but I think we got a lot of our main thoughts on yeah, this one we, out at the beginning. Me too, yeah. I still feel the same as the way I said yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, I'd put it a little higher just because I think it's really smart, like maybe one of the smartest episodes, mm-hmm. just as far as like the social commentary. Like I said as well, like it's smart, but it's also slapsticky with the bed and everything. Yeah. And it, it's like a, it's a good middle of the road sort of thing. And that's yeah, why yeah, I've yeah. said that it's like peak even Stevens in a lot of ways. Sure. Yeah. It's definitely one of my, it's probably my one or two favorite season one episodes, but I just probably wouldn't put it as like the top. 10 best maybe of the series Mm-mm. again i disagree i disagree I, I, I think this I, has so much going for it before i rewatched the series for my when i when i was tweaking my ratings this was my second highest season one episode but then like mm. when i rewatched it I, I moved it lower and lower and lower Oh, yeah, but I, I wouldn't change it from number eight. Uh, and again, yeah. I, I meant to say I'm very, very, I know what my top 10 is because uh, mm. I spent a lot of time working Same on it. Yeah. So so I didn't have to, I didn't do the guessing game because I knew this was number eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know most, my top 10, I pretty much know. Yeah, no, but this is, this is definitely top 10 to me personally. Yeah. Anyway, so MVP, I said obviously Lewis, but also Tawny, Cynthia, and maybe Ren. I put Cynthia Mills and the guy in the bucket hat. <laughs> I love that guy. Perfect. He's so funny. Or the skateboarding dog. Yeah, or the skateboarding dog, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have a little bit of trivia here. Okay. So, yeah, it's time for trivia. Is it true? Did you know? That for your information, is it true that... What does that mean? When Lewis is pinned against the window and the bed collapses back to its original state uh-huh. you can clearly see two men on either side of the frame pulling the bed down really yes because I, I, I kept re- oh wow interesting I yep you can clearly see two men on either side oh, pulling the funny. bed down okay yep which i never noticed until i read that trivia Something also funny that I just laughed at um, on TV.com, it said as a piece of trivia, <laughs> the closed captioning refers to Tawny as Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony with an I, T-O-N-I. That's funny. I don't know why I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> Something that I always noticed uh, when they show the inside of Lewis's mini fridge, mm-hmm. the different sodas he has in there. Yeah. One of them is supposed to be mug root beer, but mm-hmm. they can't use the actual name, so they like change each can to say Meg root beer. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> also, there's Jones soda in there, and this is before Jones soda kind of had its rise in popularity. Is it like a West Coast thing? I don't know what that is. Oh, it might be a West Coast thing. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's kind of it has a kind of a cult following out here now. But back in the late '90s, early 2000s, this local this drugstore down the street from my house had it, um, hmm. and I used to always drink it. And I, no one else ever knew what it was, and so I always thought it was cool that even Stevens had it. There's that, and then basically just a little bit of pop culture, which I guess we discovered some as we went on here. So Eat My Shorts might be from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking to you is probably I'm walking here, and also you talking yeah. to me. Um, the Waterboy, 2001 A Space Odyssey, and even The Moon Landing. Um, Santana, and then also with the You the Man and Who the Man. Is that yeah. from Do the Right Thing? Uh, or was it I from something I- else before that? Uh, probably was from something before that, but I can't. That's remember. what I it's, thought. It's in a Spike Lee movie. I can't remember which one though. Well, yeah, I think I think that's do the right Is thing. Is that the one? Okay. Yeah, and it's from 1989. So yeah. Wait, I have another pop culture thing. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so on YouTube, I was looking at the comments, and there were like two comments, and one of them just said Toy Story, and I was like, <laughs> Toy Story? What? I don't get it. And I don't know if you get it, but I the no. more I thought about it, I realized why they just said Toy Story is because. In the room that sh- that Lewis is in, there's that little sky light in the back. It's mm-hmm. like that cylindrical uh, lamp, and it has mm-hmm. like uh, the lampshade has like clouds on it. Oh, that so was- like like um, Andy's yeah. bedroom. Uh huh. And I think that's why they said that. I don't know. It's kind of. I'm, I'm sure it, it's not like. Or they're just yeah. completely random and they have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. Toy Story. Toy Story. <laughs> that's all he said. I was like, that's what you got from this. But, Okay, so my favorite segment, and boy, was it a journey for this episode. It's time for tweets. I literally did so much, so many keyword searches for this episode, and I was scrolling through. It had to have been hundreds of tweets related to this episode. (laughs) So that's what I'm telling you. I couldn't find that many about Scrub Day. I really couldn't. But this one, it was like never ending. So there are three that I included in my review that I just love. So Mm -hmm. this first one is from Jeremy Bloom. This is from 2015. He says, remember that Even Stevens episode where Shia LaBeouf laid in bed all day for charity? How can I do that? I'm feeling philanthropic. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) next one is from quentin lafoe and he said my newest venture into charity is going to be napping for the needy (laughs) (laughs) and then my favorite from anakin she says remember that even stevens episode where lewis stayed in bed all day for charity i'm doing that today except not for charity (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for it that's a good one (laughs) except not for charity this show it almost seems ahead it seems ahead of its time in the sense that like we're this lazy internet generation and we embrace being lazy and these people are now using this as like a a joke the sort of thing of like like yeah i'm lazy sort of thing steven atong on twitter i love this he quoted a tweet and the tweet said what is the single best episode of television you've ever watched and you're supposed to quote it with your answer yeah and he quoted it this is in 2018 he says I'm saying this with a completely straight face. There was an episode of Even Stevens where Shia LaBeouf was in a foldable bed and had his ankles by his ears. <laughs> That's it. And he says season season one, episode 10. I noticed in a lot of tweets, people were confusing a lot of episodes for each other. So as an example, there's a tweet that says, currently reenacting the episode of Even Stevens where Lewis stays in bed all week to win a churro mach- machine. 
Huh, interesting. So they're like getting yeah. everything confused. You get a job, yeah, that's interesting. Another one. Uh, that episode of Even Stevens when all he has to do is stay in a room with a bed and pizza. There was no pizza. No pizza, yeah. And I also love this one from Emma. It says, remember that episode of Even Stevens when Lewis gets praised by the whole town for never leaving that bed? <laughs> just just that bed. <laughs> Again, like someone, whenever I see people saying that they want to stay in bed all day, it makes me think of that Even Stevens episode where Lewis does it for money. Yeah. Um, like, it just seems like a lot of people remember it. And the, oh, remember we talked about our pet peeves of people calling the show Even Steven or calling Lewis Steven? Yeah. I saw a million of these tweets. So here's one. I remember the episode of Even Stevens when Steven was stuck in that glass room for a long time. Okay. Do you think there's just more than one Steven? Why is there, why would Steven be pluralized? I don't know. It really gets on my last nerve. And then there's another one where they were like, remember that episode of Even Steven when he had to do this? And I'm like, uh, because Even Steven yeah, is Steven. He, he thinks God. he's referring to Steven. <laughs> it's, it, it drives me insane. So those were some tweets. I had a good time searching for these. It was never ending. There's so many more I could have read, yeah. honestly. Um, so wrapping it up real quick. Best quote, you already said that yours yep. was the Hoping for Bacon. Hoping for Bacon. It's a great hoping charity. Hoping for Bacon. So my favorite quote is also from that scene. Um, I didn't say it, but yeah. So, and I'm not going to put in a clip because it's it's not very audible. It's when Cynthia asks Lewis, she says, How did you come up with the idea to live and sleep in a window for two days? And he says, you know, I'd like to tell you that it came to me in a dream I had, but, you know, that would give this whole thing a false, magical quality. <laughs> like, like, there's just, there's something about that line. He's just embracing this. I mean, that's an amazing scene. It's actually, like, we've never had the same favorite quote, but we've had, like, it in the same scene a couple times. Yes, a few times. Quite a few times, yeah. I think, actually, yeah. <clears throat> Very yeah. interesting. But I, I definitely guessed what yours was, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that one. Did, what did you think mine was going to be? Uh, I thought, I, I, you know what? I don't know. I thought maybe it would be when he was like, um, uh, you know, he's trying way too hard. That one. I thought, nah, 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 nah. but I, I did like the, the other line from that scene though. So, oh yeah. yeah with yeah. The, I'm over that whole trick thing. Yeah. I'm over that whole trick thing. Yeah. So yeah. So you were, <laughs> you were close. You were close. I was good. Anyway. Yeah. So that's the episode. Um, I am gonna, I, there is. On our Redbubble shop, there is a The Amazing Boy Presents Napping for the Needy Pledge Your Dollars and Sign Up art that I did, but I added I added Lewis Stevens, The Amazing Boy. Okay. It would probably be better without Lewis Stevens, but just for the sake of the reference, it's kind of yeah, important. <laughs> you know, it would just be ridiculous to wear a shirt or something that just says The Amazing, the amazing Boy. <laughs> that would <And> be can... <laughs> an esoteric reference, by the way. That would if people if I wore that and someone got that reference, I would be their best their best friend i think oh yeah and it's funny because it's the art is of the little cartoon pillow that says yeah. napping for the needy on it and the amazing thing is that you can get that printed on a pillow oh that's awesome so go get a pillow printed on a pillow people oh that's meta right there napping for the needy on a pillow perfect yeah so that's pretty much it for this episode this was i, I was so looking forward to talking about this one just because it's so much fun to me yeah, i love it me too. interesting that we 
kind of disagree on some stuff here. Like, yeah. this is the only time I actually really felt mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really felt mad. Not the fact that I have influenza as, like, one of my last episodes. No, but that one I don't really care as much. Like, I can understand that. But this okay. one, I'm like... I disagree. <laughs> for the record, I always, ha- I, like, forever I had this one as, like, my favorite season one episode. And it still might be. It's these, this okay. one or a heck of a Hanukkah. But, um, yeah, I just love, I love this episode. I just, yeah. as far as, like, I was doing, I was trying to be more ob- objective mm-hmm. with my rankings than No, but like, I was, too, favorite. with this one. I was like, this episode is freaking hilarious. Like It is hilarious. It, and, and, and it's memorable, clearly, I guess, from these tweets. Yeah. Um, I, I also, it, like, my ratings also had to do with, like, uh, how well it embodies the show. And this one's very different than a lot of the episodes, though. Really? Because I think yeah. this is, like, even Stevens, man. It's season one even Stevens, which is why it's like one of the highest season one episodes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But I mean, but that's what I mean though. Like it feels the most even Stevens like of each season. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. like I, when it, you think of even Stevens, I would true. think of an episode like this. I think it's just cause yeah, you know? there are a lot of, it, I just think it had the issues just stood out a lot more. Hmm. Well, that's that. So thank you guys for listening. Of course, all of our socials will be in the description of this podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the website, and Redbubble, of course, now. Um, And what else? I feel like there's something. Oh, yeah, that phone number as well. That phone number exists. You can call us and leave a message if you want. Um, Be nice to hear from you. I think that's all for today. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks. We'll see you next time. See ya.